The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced, even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. No. <laughs> wow. It's been one of those weeks. <laughs> and I don't and I don't have Eric yelling in my ear. It's Mighty Marvel Geeks and we have issues because we have issues on this show. We have a lot of issues. Uh it is Mighty Marvel Geeks, and welcome to this issue, because we play on that comic book line, that comic book theming. Uh, instead of calling it an episode, it's an issue. Uh, it is the smuggler, the intrepid. No. I'm just all over the place. I'm telling you, it's been it's been such an odd week. Um, let, let's let's put it this way: election night. I was and Kylan, you know, this is going to be odd. I was in bed by like eight thirty. What? Yeah. Uh, it's just been an off week, off couple weeks for me. Um, anyway, it is the intrepid duo would be the trio if Eric was here, but he's off on assignment. I think he's repatching Modoc or something. Um, <laughs> but it is Kylan and myself, Mike, and joining us from the Pop Insider, the Toy Book, the Toy Insider, and it's her first time on any of the core three podcasts, and she came here first, which is great thank you for that and that is marissa de bartolo i said the last name correct right you you almost got it it's de bartolo it's uh it's changing soon and i I could not be more excited (laughs) ah well early congrats to that thank you so um how's everyone doing just to get started you know I, uh, I personally feel like I've lived at least three years in the last five, you know, four or five days, but looking forward to getting to the end of this week for sure. And, and 15 years in the last eight months. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but you know what? I did finish, uh, which one was it? Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, I did finish that. So I, I had to myself because next week I think we got Black Ops Cold War. So, yeah. you know. Well, I I had to, I, I really got into Jedi Fallen Order, made a mistake, had to start over from the beginning. Then squadrons came. Then squadrons came out, and I haven't gone back to Fallen Order because <laughs> I'm really digging squadrons too. And I'm like, yeah. I found a house flipping game. 
Ooh. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it's actually it's kind of fun. I, uh, I I don't know. Well, back you know thirty years ago or so, uh, there was this game that was called the Wall Street Kid, and basically it was all about playing the stock market, and you had to do all this stuff. Uh, to get your house back. Meanwhile, you get married, you got to make your wife happy and all the stuff. It was nuts, but I loved it. So I realized I enjoyed those kinds of games and I messed around. I kind of got hooked on watching flipping shows. And I was just thinking, you know what? It'd be really cool if there was a game out there like that. And I just typed in house flipping game and this game popped up. And so, yeah, so after saving the world, I'm you know, trying to get into the game of flipping houses not for real though because <laughs> i i like to keep my sanity what little i do have uh you, you know you gotta watch keywords because it's not thursday my diagnosis is that you've experienced a severe anxiety attack <laughs> that, that, so. that would be that would be since march yeah yeah, yeah. just like a few hundred <laughs> sounds right Thursday is our version of Friday and Jarvis because um, the, the the story goes we're in the above ground underwater suborbital volcano lair that was provided to us by Nick Fury. And we had an AI that was originally Jarvis until he became Vision. And then there were still some remnants in the lair and then eventually got updated to Thursday. Since we record on Thursdays, we named her Thursday. I love it. And uh, so we have our own AI here at the at the lair. So uh, obviously we brought you on um, Pop Insider. Uh, our, we are podcast partners with Pop Insider. And you can find us every week in a weekly roundup on the show, uh, on the site. Um, and of course, you hear our plug every every week on the beginning of the show. Um which it is there, I promise you. I just had it preset before you came on. Um, I believe you. The, of course, with Pop Insider, it's the best way to fuel your fandom, uh, which is why we're part of that fuel now of your fandom. And, of course, they talk about toys, collectibles, um, pop culture news. And, you know, it's almost the holidays. We're about two, three weeks out from uh, Black Friday or what? There will be of a Black Friday, yeah. Um, but the holiday season has kind of started early because I know at the parks uh, our holiday season starting around the fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, you know there used to be this like unwritten but very serious rule that like you did not talk about the holiday season until you ate the turkey. Like you got to get through Thanksgiving, and that's when the season really kicks off. But I feel like those days are so dead and over. And the second you get past Halloween is now when everyone is like really hot on the holiday season. Let, let's let's go before that. Before yeah. Halloween. We, yeah, I've we seen store had uh, uh, decorations out after Labor Day. Uh, let's go before oh, that. Man. That's aggressive. Well, really? That's Easter? Easter? I, I have I have I have seen Halloween. I have, I've seen Christmas and holiday stuff pop out, start rolling out like July, August. No, no, and, and that's just too early. No, I mean, well, pumpkin spice was coming out in August. I, I I hear. I don't know for sure. That's why. Yeah, I no, heard. that that I will allow. <laughs> well, tra- tra- but Christmas in July is not an okay thing. I mean, it, it may be that mid-year thing for like office parties and whatnot, but to actually be rolling out merch at that point, Christmas trees and all that. No, sorry. Yeah, I don't think people are really ready for it at that point. I mean, you know, we I've been in the toy industry for almost a decade and um like all the all the like hottest toys um, and all that good stuff comes out really in July, but it's not really heavily marketed or promoted until you get cl- like much closer. Um, usually, like the TBC rollout is happening in late September, um, right. early October. Right. So, you know, I feel like that's a little more appropriate than <laughs> than April or any other insane month for Christmas. I mean, I I have no problems with, you know, holiday marketing with toys before Halloween because it's getting you ready for Black Friday and you know, it gives the kids yeah. a chance. Kids just went back to school. They're, mm-hmm. you know, 
my daughter's excited about going back to school when she went back. Um, but it gives for her, her birthday comes up before the holidays, you know, even before Thanksgiving, her birthday is actually at time of recording 15 days away. So she gets, she gets excited about, okay, here's, here's birthday wish list. And then what am I asking Santa for? And what am I asking family mm-hmm. for, for, for the holidays? Um, How old is she turning? She will be 11. Oh, and, and it's all right. She is this year. She is knee deep in the child. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> yes. Her and every other tween uh, known to to man. Anyone who lives on planet Earth pretty much is. Yeah. Uh, Baby Yoda obsessed. So let's get a little bit into what's coming from Marvel for the or under the Marvel license for the holidays. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we were saying it's such a strange year. I mean, that's no surprise to anybody, but all the great Marvel content we were supposed to get, we did not. So, you know, there was no Black Widow, um, uh, WandaVision, like all, all, everything was just pushed yeah. and held. So I feel like from a Disney perspective, it is very much a baby Yoda year. And like, we're really focused in on Star Wars and the Mandalorian. I feel like Marvel kind of got kicked to the back burner a little bit. Um, but even still, there's some, you know, some good things to look forward to. Um, specifically in our guide, um, there's a couple of really good new additions to the Marvel Legends series. One of them is the Gamerverse series. I don't know if you guys have seen that, um, but those figures are pretty fun and like, you know, still in that great... 1999 price point for the black series, which we love to see. Love a good action figure that looks great and doesn't, you know, cost two hundred dollars. <laughs> here, here's my challenge. I I love the black series Star Wars line, and, mm-hmm. and I'll bring this up because they hit three of my favorite Marvel characters: Doctor Afra, BT One, and Triple Zero. Which I'm missing Triple Zero, which is killing me. But, um. Then you get Playmates that comes out with in the Godzilla versus Kong line, six inch figures that are mm-hmm. just as great. Ten bucks. Yeah. Um, James was mentioning on Wookie Radio this week about another line that has six inch figures. Ten bucks or seven inch figures. Ten bucks. Yeah. The, the prices are definitely dropping. Why won't Hasbro drop? Legends, G.I. Joe Classified, um, Black Series, drop them down 10 bucks and make them easier. I mean, I understand it's already insane with Hasbro on those lines with the scalpers anyway. Yeah. They're also like, you know, um, when it comes to licensing fees and like royalties and minimum guarantees, you're looking at a much different uh, ball game Marvel to Godzilla vs. Kong. You know, like that just kind of right. is the way it is. And and I think that probably plays into it a little bit. And like, yeah, there are, comp- there are new companies coming forward. I mean, licensing is becoming such a thing. I'm sure James has talked to you guys about this, but, um, you know, it used to be that you'd get one toy company would be the major master toy licensee for um, a particular franchise. And now they're kind of shying away from that. And, and lots of different companies are getting little pieces. So like maybe Hasbro will get a six inch action figure with 12 points of articulation while Mattel will get a, you know, slightly different um, piece of the licensing puzzle. Maybe theirs is a four inch with only you know, four points of articulation, it gets like really down to the nitty gritty, um, which is interesting. It gives the, you know, it gives the fans a lot of options and you can choose, you know, exactly what you want. And, and, you know, if you only want to spend $10 on a figure, then you have that option. But if you want to go a little bit higher and do the 1999, but I think where it gets a little complicated is when there's just not a lot of difference between the $10 figure and the 1999 figure. And then it's like, well, what is pushing me to buy this 1999 one? And maybe it's just that the, 
you know, the Marvel Legends or the Black Series for Star Wars, they, it has this name and this notoriety and this, you know what I mean? Like they've really been building those brands the last couple of years. So, you know, maybe that's, I mean, the, the newest one I think is the um, Ghostbusters Plasma Series. Yes. Like it's the same, you know, like Hasbro was really good at like taking this one concept and then kind of just smashing it through all of the licenses that they own. Um, but for a fan, it's kind of like the Funko Pop model, right? Like, it's the same thing. It's the same exact stylized figure just thrown across a bunch of different licenses, and people love it because it gives you one thing to collect. And, like, if you have all those boxes lined up, they're going to look great together, you know, whether you have yeah. Legends, Black Series, Plasma Series, whatever. Um, but I'm it, waiting for the Power Rangers personally, but we'll see. But <laughs> even with the with the Funkos, yeah, they they went through their trend like like the Thai Beanie Babies, and they're still super popular. Yeah, but they're not nearly as scalped as, as the figures are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know the quality of figure that you get, and like yeah, it could be cheaper, but the quality of figure that you get for nineteen ninety nine, I am always impressed by like with the black series, like they have that collectability factor. They have the variety that you want to see, but all the core, you know, the core characters are represented well. Um, and the, the big thing that's happening now is the retail exclusives. And it kills me because you always have that buildable figure and you know, the, the, the head is always like in the one that you can only buy at Walmart or whatever. And then that's where you end up having people get frustrated and trying to cheat the system, which I think is terrible. I mean, we're seeing photos of, you know, toys in, in display cases that are locked that you have to get like an employee to open for you because people are, are stealing these action figures to get the ones that they want and then replacing them in the other boxes. And I'm like, this is insane. It reminds me of, um, do you know the movie jingle all the way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants the sidekick booster. And like, that's the one that's on the shelves. Like, that's what people are now doing with these action figures and taking the ones that nobody wants and then swapping the boxes. And then it's just it's just so sad. And I feel like it does such a disservice to fans who, you know, are trying to collect these things the right way. And it's just crummy. Well, and, and seeing and seeing this, I'm in a couple um, Black Series groups on Facebook and seeing people with, oh, 15, 20 332nd troopers and five Ahsokas and 10 Mando super commandos and yeah. 10 loyal and like, like army building. They go, yep. After I scalp all these off, I'm like, and, and thankfully there is some backlash coming from that. Yeah. Because there definitely is. I mean, I can understand if it's you're buying them. At a convention and trying to flip them because, well, not everyone's getting to a convention yeah. to get them. But to buy buy these figures that are supposed to be retail, scalping them just so you could try and flip them. I almost wish Hasbro would just, you know, whether it is the Legends or whether it is um, the others, I wish after the initial release, Hasbro would come back out and go, you know what? There's a bunch more. Yeah. And we're going to keep putting them out until the price of them, the aftermarket price is the same as retail. Yeah. And it's like, I think that manufacturers a lot of time get a bad rap when it comes to this. And it's not that they don't care. I think they see that this is going on. And what we're seeing a lot more of is people, you know, will like companies fighting back and saying, everyone can only buy one. You need to buy it from, it's kind of like, um, like Ticketmaster sales. Like you have to not just like buy it from a different account, but from a different IP address. And like, that is going to help. And like, yeah, there are ways to get around things like that. But, you know, I don't think that most people will be putting in that level of effort. It's just like if there are 10 on the shelf at Walmart and I'm there at two o'clock in the morning when the shelf is getting restocked, then, yeah, I can get it easily. But if they start limiting these things and putting caps on it and like giving the power back to the true fans, right, because people looking to just make a buck on this stuff, they're not they're not real fans. I'm sorry. Like, you know, come for me. I don't care. It's, it's not fair. You know, and if, if you really believed in what this is all about, what this fandom is all about, it's about making sure that, 
you know, everyone can experience this and love it. And it's not about flipping a $20 action figure for a hundred bucks on eBay. It's just, it's not, it's not right. I, you know, and that's something I've never, I, I never really understood because it seems like it, that's a great way to ruin a fandom for someone. Um, because, you know, uh, okay, so like a, a while back, I, I just happened to be in a, a drugstore and I saw a uh, a Power Rangers figure that I thought was really cool. I kind of wanted it for myself, but I also had a friend who was a more serious collector than I am. I let him know. I, let, I told him about it just in case he wanted it. And, and you know, I, I hooked him up with it. Yeah, and I, you know, and to me, you know, knowing that those people are out there, if if, if you're a fan, and you know the the, you know, you're you're part of that community, you want to kind of spread the joy, and, and share. You know, you, it's, I don't know. It shouldn't you it, it shouldn't be a money making operation. I, yeah, I, I take an issue with it. See, I'm mute. What hap- What's happening? I don't know. Uh, we lost him. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right. He's back. I'm back. <laughs> I have to get a new mic cable. Uh, so question, you may know the answer to this. Why is it with Marvel Legends? Mm-hmm. If it's a man, you got their name all over the place list, listed on the package. If it's a female, unless it's being pushed for a movie that's coming out, there's no name on the package. That's so strange. And I don't know. And I have photographic proof. Oh, I'd love to see it. You see that? Hmm. You see, there's no name. That's, yeah, that's so weird. And, and I have mentioned this on the show quite a few times, as, as Kylan will attest. I would love to know what the logic is behind that. Yeah, I would too. What gives, Hasbro? Why isn't there <laughs> equal billing? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, listen, I think fandom you know, for women or with women in mind has come so far. And I definitely vividly remember, you know, going to my first Comic-Con in adulthood and like I maybe owned two Marvel t-shirts and they were both, you know, from the men's section at Hot Topic or whatever. And um, now it's just like, there's just an endless stream of merch and I am just so thrilled to see it. And it's, I feel so lucky that like, you know, I've gotten into this stuff a little bit later in life. And, um, I grew up with, my brothers are 10 and 12 years older than me. And so we didn't have like a lot of overlapping interests when I was a kid. Um, and I always was into pop culture, but like, you know, I lived in power Rangers and Polly pocket world like that. You know what I mean? Whereas my brothers were always taken to see, um, the action movies and stuff. But I remember the first, the first Marvel movie I saw in theaters was Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. And it remains to this day, my favorite Marvel film. And I don't care what anyone thinks about that. I stand by it. It's it's all right. (laughs) I thought, my first Marvel film in the theaters. Don't yep. don't start don't start. <laughs> don't. He knows what's coming, and I can't wait. He he knows what's coming, and, and Walmart on one of their packaging deemed it one of the best films of the eighties. Kylan, 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 Kylan. <laughs> Howard Howard the Duck. I'm a huge Howard the Duck fan. <laughs> Huge. I couldn't have guessed that that's what was coming from a mile away. That's awesome. That's amazing. Huge. Huge. (laughs) Huge. Uh, Although, you know what? I I was thinking about it. Technically, technically, there's another movie that beats uh, Howard the Duck as a Marvel film. Technically. What would that be? The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Hmm. Ah, uh, true, true. Yeah, yeah. An true. 80s classic. Yeah. Oh, I, thank you. You you know how hard it is for me to find people who re- respect that movie for the <laughs> cinematic epic that it is. Well, I, you, you know I respect it. <laughs> you, you you still, I, I, and I'm not taking anything away from Howard the Duck. You know, because, you know, it was filmed here, no, north of me in Cleveland. It was filmed yep. in Cleveland, so sort of like, 
you know, I think of Howard as a homeboy, you know, so, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, but for real. <laughs> yeah, so I've never seen it, but um, I did read and watch the film Ready Player One, and it's, uh, you know, kind of prominently featured there. So that's yes, where my is. knowledge of Buckaroo Bonsai comes from. I, but I will check it out. You 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 should. Um, I, you, you There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of talent in that movie yeah. uh, that oh, yeah. went on a lot of stuff, um, which uh, John Lithgow, who was from Northeast Ohio, you know, yep. Yep. and uh, but, uh, the thing is, I'm trying to think it was, has John Lithgow been in a Marvel movie yet? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. Oh, well, we have to make that So getting back on track, which <laughs> derailing is quite common. <laughs> We got more tangents than the high school geometry class. (laughs) (laughs) Eric normally says that line. I have to, you know. Um, Love it. What with with the Marvel Legends, what what are we expecting to be coming out? Yeah. So there's some good stuff coming. Um, the one that I'm most excited for is the new Falcon figure. Yes. Um, and the, the wings look so good. Um, so that's one I'm excited about. And then um, this one just launched, but it's a Walmart exclusive. And I know we talked about this like super briefly, um, but the the Venom Captain America. Have you seen yes. that? Yes. I like that one. I I don't understand why. Okay, I understand partially why Marvel has pushed back Maximum Venom or, yeah, Maximum Venom. Yeah. Because of the pandemic and the stores were shut down. But there's so much merch coming with this. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I remember seeing, uh, sorry, a ton of. Venom uh, stuff at Toy Fair in February and then didn't see any of it hitting. And that's why when I, I was like, wait, this didn't come out yet. <laughs> it's like actually it's yeah, it's like hitting next week, um, which is crazy. But yeah, I don't know. But what? these are um, th- these are the Titan hero series, which are more like playable. You know what I mean? Like they're right, really right. meant for sort of a younger audience. But I still think that's fun. Well, I know um, a one of our partners that we work with uh, in the tiny speaker category has some great looking um, Venom verse. This is not the Venom verse, mm-hmm. but this should tell you who we're talking about. You know, I am quite familiar and I think you'll find some of those in our holiday gift guide. I, you know what I did? I, I, I happened to see uh, the Mandalorian and the child. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I will say the three of us over on Wookiee Radio, we did get the child when it came out. <gasps> oh, so we have the child. Very nice. Uh, on this show, we all have Thor, Cap, and Spider-Man and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, with Wookiee Radio, we also got uh, the Stormtrooper, Chewie, and Vader. And I happened, because they sent me uh, some samples earlier, I ended up with somehow getting both Vaders, the Ooh. the gray eye and the blue eye. And wow. uh, those have remained in the box. <laughs> I'm not pulling those out. The They're others. so good. I'm like so amazed by the sound quality that comes out of that tiny little thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love all the characters that they come in. It's they're, they're, they're really great and a great price point too. Uh, Hulk is out and um, they just announced Elsa and Anna mm-hmm. and Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse looks great. Jack Skellington looks great. Um, the Mandalorian looks awesome, which makes it easy for them to go to Boba Fett or mm-hmm. even even Sabine for the females, such as my mm-hmm. daughter, who would love Sabine. Um, <laughs> anything Mandalorian would be real easy to pull off. So It's like the hottest license out there, man. Like, there is just... Nothing you can't find in <laughs> either the Mandalorian or the Child at this point. It's crazy. Yeah. So with with the gaming greats that you mentioned, that's I'm assuming from the Avengers game that came out. Yeah, I you know I couldn't 
tell if they were like directly core, like related. Um, but it's the series itself is called Game Reverse, and I haven't played the game. I read a lot of reviews. Um, I think it had so much hype, and it like I think the gameplay from from all the reviews that I've read sounds like it fell a tiny bit flat. Um, but I think personally, it's just that like when you think about seeing Marvel characters on screen at this point, you can't separate the MCU anymore. You know what I mean? And so when you have this game that's as close to live action as you could imagine, and it's not those people that you really fell in love with, I think it's very hard to get super immersed in that personally. Um, but I'm sure everyone has different opinions. And of course there's so many different iterations of all your favorite characters. And it's not like, you know, it's not wrong to go that route, but I just think personally, and for a lot of fans out there who really identify with the MCU and like, that's what you grew up with. And that's what you've been, you know, completely submerged in, in the last decade. Um, it's just hard to kind of see past that when you're playing this game. Yeah. I mean, Cap looks great, but it's there's enough of a difference. It's like, oh, this is a different Cap than what's in the movies. Yeah. But it's also not different enough. And I think that's my biggest problem is that it's almost like they were tr- like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's on the cusp of being close, but it's not it's not what it, what you want it to be, I guess. I don't know. I hate I, 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 everything is I, someone's artwork and I hate ever saying anything negative about anything, especially a game I haven't played. But uh, but for me personally, it just was like a, um, a an interest level issue, I think. It's, it's almost like I, I wish they would do a gamer verse of the Spider-Man from the PlayStation Spider-Man game with the white spider, which it's. <laughs> Different enough, and you know, okay, this is not MCU, mm-hmm. but it's per- but it's right there. Yeah, but you know what though? Uh, it was interesting because uh, there's a Gamerverse comic series, uh, and there was one specifically for Spider Man, and they embraced um, that Spider Man as being in, in essence part of the Spider Verse. Um, right. Yeah, uh, which I thought I, I, I liked that. I thought it was cool. I would love to see a figure of that because that was that was a costume that I really didn't like. Like at first, I'm like, why is that white spider on the? And it bothered me. And then also, I don't know what happened, but it grew on me, and it got to the point that I actually like it now. I, I'll, I'll tell you my thought behind doing the the white spider is i mean i haven't played the game so kylan maybe you could tell me or marissa if you played it you could tell me i think the white spider would just make it easier to track spidey during the game with all the refresh rate and everything else of how detailed the game gets and if there's any potential blur you're going to spot that white logo quicker than you're going to spot the traditional black on screen i I, I will say, yeah. Um, although, as you get deeper into the game, you you gain uh, different costumes. So you can eventually get the traditional right. Spidey costume. You can even get the uh, the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man costume. But, but yeah. Iron Spider, yeah, it's all there. But I think I think you're right. I think seeing that white spider like that uh, on the on the suit, it, it at least at the beginning of it, it helps you keep track of them because usually there's a lot going on. Yeah, and so you know, as, as you're learning as you're learning the game and get because by the time you you get that first costume change, you should have a good handle on the game to go. Okay, I know where he's at. I know. I know how he's going to respond, so it'll be easy for me to keep track of where he's at. Mm-hmm. Until then, the white is there as a training tool. It's almost right. like training wheels. That, that's I, my I'll, guess. I'll, good one. That That's a good reason for it. Yeah. I'm really excited for the Miles Morales game. Um, although I'm currently like very not in need of a PS5, but at the same, but it's just, I just, you know. The first Spider-Man game was so good, or the most recent one, I should say. But and you know, so I'm just like, do I need this one? Yes, I know. But like backwards compatibility, I always am like, 
raising an eyebrow at because you know was the game really made to be played on a ps5 and then they made it backwards compatible probably you know what i mean and so i'm always just kind of like but yes definitely (laughs) definitely not worth me buying a 500 hundred dollar console over so yeah yeah, I, I was trying to justify, uh, no, building that argument, like, you know, but I'm like, I, I really can't justify it. I, I'm, I'm still using a Nintendo Wii. <laughs> you're, you're slightly behind on that one. Just a little. Just a, a, switch, a Switch is so worth it, and it's such a great family-friendly console. I recommend it to everyone who's like, what should I, which one should I get? Well, please get a switch. (laughs) Well, my, my daughter is slowly getting into the PC gaming as well. So, um, she'll play the Marvel superheroes, the Lego superhero, Marvel superheroes game. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really awesome. She loves it. My fiance just bought like a massive um, gaming computer, you know, gaming PC. Um, So that's also why I'm like, we definitely don't need a PS5 right now. Like we just got this massive thing. Um, But it's been great. And I've, yeah. We just need Sony to release the game on PC. Well, so that's, I think that's the issue is like all the exclusives, right? Like um, that's where things get a little hairy um and it's also like why i bought the switch like the second it came out because like i can't live in a world where i can't play the latest legend of zelda game so that was necessary um but yeah i just i don't know i don't know about the ps5 i'm not like totally sold on it although i will say like if i were between that and the xbox i would definitely go playstation but yeah the, mostly because the exclusives that's, that's what we've said is if yeah. I go next gen system, it's going to be a PS5 or a PS4. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Sony, not not Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, like watching the previews and like seeing the, the difference in the exclusive content is like highly laughable. Like you can't argue that Sony has them so completely beat when it comes to exclusive games. It's just that I wish they weren't exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, what else is on tap with Marvel for the holidays? Let's see. I think, um, oh, I definitely one thing I wanted to talk about was the new Stormbreaker, um, axe, which is technically uh, available for pre-order now, um, but definitely not shipping until 2021. Um, but that is like the new, Marvel Legends, um, you know, kind of like prop replica situation. Um, it's $149, so definitely not the $19.99 price range, but it's amazing. Um, and I think it goes perfectly well with the um, Cap Shield that came out last year and Thor's Hammer and the two um, gauntlets, which you obviously need both of because you can't have Thanos's without <laughs> right. the Iron Man one. Um, but yeah, I, Stormbreaker, I think is going to be really cool. Well, Definitely we, a good one. we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, it got, it got announced with uh, Hasbro pulse. I was going to say, we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, the cap shield from Falcon and winter soldier. Mm-hmm. And we noticed a, it said it was a one for one replica and we noticed a flaw in that. Oh no. We have the book called the Wakanda files, which is a oh. great book. And they said the shield was what? Two feet. Or, I think, I think 2.5 in diameter. And they're saying it, it's what? Two, two foot diameter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, where's the missing five inches? Oh, no. There is a designer somewhere who thinks about that every night before he goes to bed or she. Yeah. I know, and that was one of the things like I'm like, I'm like, OK, I'm trying I'm trying to not to be that nerd. I'm trying not to be that nerd. But you're that that nerd. I, it, I'm that nerd. I'm like, yeah, it's two and a half feet. It's <sighs> devastating. I mean, I can tell you as an editor that. We strive not to make a mistake and we're like, go ahead. We dare you find it. You won't. And then when someone does, we're just like, God damn it. Oh, it's just it's just completely soul crushing. So, you know, know that you you noticed that. And I'm sure now they did, too. And it is just terrible for everybody. 
Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one one line I'm super excited about is all of the merch surrounding Marvel Eat the Universe. And I know you guys are familiar with the cookbook. Yes, um, we are. Now, yeah, now there's just so much coming out. And um, it's everything from, you know, apparel and aprons and oven mitts and, you know, kind of like homewares and, you know, slow cookers and coasters and like. I'm sorry, but you need a coaster that has Groot's face inside of an avocado. It is so necessary. It just yeah. really is. I, I'm looking over at Box Lunch. Mm-hmm. I need this Funko Pop Marvel Eat the Universe Spider-Man with pizza um, yeah. pop. Yeah. There's a ramen bowl. Okay. There's a ramen bowl featuring all of your favorite Avenger icons on food. It's it's just the best. It is so good. And I love like um, I love when they can take something like a cookbook. Right. And that's like it seems kind of niche and whatever. Um, but you <laughs> turn it into this really fun, quirky, strange product line that like everyone will love, you know. Right. Definitely amazing. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> 2020. Um, I call it the year of the jigsaw puzzle because that has quickly become everyone's favorite pastime because we can't leave our houses and there's nothing to do. Um, so Aquarius makes some really good ones. We put a couple of them in our gift guide, um, but there's like a great Captain Marvel collage puzzle. But then there's this uh, 3000 piece Marvel collage puzzle that's definitely a, uh, a must own um, but yeah, I have done 26 puzzles since March, <laughs> 26, and they're all over a thousand pieces. I don't play around. Well, wow. I, I, I respect your gangster. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. That is wow. Yeah. But yeah, Aquarius makes some really good ones. And, um, I think the collage one is my favorite cause it's sometimes when you get these, um, Superhero puzzles, they can be really dark. And I think, um, speaking as a true puzzle expert, <laughs> it can be really hard when you can't see, like when things are too dark and they get like kind of mishmash and it's not like super enjoyable. But the um, the 3000 piece one looks beautiful and it's full of color um, and a bright blue sky. And so that's one of my favorites. Um, and we put both of those in our gift guide this year. That, and then, yeah. It's like it should be framed afterwards I, yeah i, I can yeah. imagine it then just like you know. yeah three thousand pieces is a whole lot so i feel like you definitely would want to frame that you also need like a really big table to do it but <laughs> worth it if you've got it <laughs> so have you taken the challenge of doing the all white or all black three thousand piece puzzle no i haven't i have done um like a, a one color gradient so i've done like a like a black to white, but it's, oh. you know, like it's just like a solid gradient and they're actually so much easier than you would think they are. Um, because when you're, when you're staring at only one color, you're after a while, your eyes kind of like adjust to it and you can clearly see the shading difference piece to piece. So you kind of are easy. It's easier to do like one full line at a time. So it was definitely shocking and not the, uh, not the challenge that I thought it would be. Okay, and yeah. I will retract my statement because I thought it would be challenging. Apparently, I think not. one color. I think one color would like just a. I mean, I don't even know how you do it. One straight full color. The ones that I've seen, I just got a couple from a new company called Cloudberries. They're a um, a UK based company, but they ship to the US and. They do one color or like gradient puzzles, but on the back they have a grid so that you know like whether or not that like you ever like put in a piece and you're like, I don't know. Does it fit? Does it not? And then you can you can see from there. Right, right. Do we lose Kylan? Is he missing? Uh I think we lost him. No. So Kylan's back. We lost him for a brief second. Uh, I swear, if Thursday's messing with us, uh, this would not be good. No, it was the hand. The hand came in. It came into my studio. I had to ninja kick them, kick a couple of them, and then they apologized and left. Hail Hydra. Uh, Whoa. Uh, it just got serious. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, that could explain a lot. I think we need reinforcements. 
Just kidding. <laughs> oh, she's got jokes Thursday. She does. She, she, does. she okay. does. She's a whippersnapper. <laughs> I'm not I'm a schwaffle. I didn't call you a schwaffle. I, I just said whippersnapper. Yeah, she she has some sass. So. Yes, I see. Um, so Moose Toys showed me at Holiday of Play. Mm-hmm. Their um, hero, which I finally saw one. I can't remember the exact name of them, but I saw one at Walgreens the other day. I saw Cap. I thought Cap yeah. was so cool. Kid you not. The Heroes of Gujitsu, um, I think they launched last year. And, like, you know, we saw them. We were like, okay, cool. It's a squishy toy. It's kind of fun. We, like, you know, we have, like, um, links to Amazon and stuff like that on our site. We sold more Heroes of Gujitsu than anything else on our entire website in 2019. So they're, they're just like strangely popular toys. Um, and the Marvel line is super fun. Each hero has like a different, um, compound inside of its body. So you can like, they're a little bit like in the vein of stretch Armstrong. You can squish them and stretch them and pull them and do all these crazy things, but they each have a different texture. So for me, it's a very like good stress ball style situation. Um, but for kids they are just, you know, highly collectible and super fun. And you want to make your whole Marvel squad, which is awesome. So yeah, those are, those are really great. And then um, Funko Games announced as well. They have a uh, an exclusive uh, Thanos throne oh, for Battleworld. Oh, Ooh, oh. Uh, that's exciting! And I, I see you got Crazy Aaron's putty. I do. This is um, this is technically Play Doh putty, <laughs> but same uh, same general concept. Yes. My daughter loves Crazy Errands. Loves it just Crazy is, Errands. This in particular is good for, like, my hands get really stiff yeah. during the day from typing all day. And this is really hard to squeeze. So for me, it's like a little bit of therapy. We we also have actual therapy putty in the different colors and different, which yep. it's been a good thing. Um, yeah. So Battle World, I... Until I, I, I talked to the folks at Funko Games, and I mean, we, we've talked about it briefly on the show. But this thing's kind of cool. And Kylan, guess what? One of the figures is you could get in Battle World in the game. Luke Cage? I think so. Uh huh. Peter Porker? Peter Porker? Howard the Duck? Um, of course. <laughs> of course. I need Howard. <laughs> If I don't have Howard in, in the kits that they sent me, I'm going to go on a rampage trying to find them. So I want two. One to put on display and one to keep with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's kind of it reminds me of um, like Pokemon cards. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it has that collectability factor that even if you don't ever play the game or you don't really, you know what I mean? Like necessarily care about that part of it. The figures themselves are still collectible and fun but if you do know how to play the game then you get that whole experience as well and i think that's awesome this is a game that uh, my daughter and i are actually looking at trying to play uh problem is we just haven't had time um (laughs) yeah but the game's great uh then um since marvel has gotten the comics ultraman what do you know about ultraman um, not much. We did a feature on Ultraman in one of our fur earliest issues. So it's been kind of a minute, but, um, other than, you know, well, I know, I know the, Mego was supposed to do a doll. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we have, I mean, other than the Funko pops, they've been pretty tight lipped on like what merch is actually coming for Ultraman. So I know. I, am, I know, like, there have been plans. There have been plans for a couple years, and it just hasn't fully gotten yeah. off the ground yet. But I know this year was supposed to be big for them, <laughs> like many other companies and franchises. Um, and then, you know, things kind of got pushed back. So I expect we'll be seeing it soon. Well, I know Mill Creek Entertainment has been releasing all the different seasons and movies on Blu ray. <clears throat> right. And yeah. they're so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm in. I'm. I had hit Ultraman overdose because they sent me yeah. a a box that's got 
they had what, Kylan? 13, 12 or 13 kits? I think there were like 12 different series uh, and movies with them. It was 12 different discs. One being, I think one was a duplicate, which is coming your way. It's on, isn't it on Netflix? A lot of it? Uh, no, there is an animated series on Netflix, oh. but you have to go to Movie Spree to get, to <laughs> I get see. it. And they're all subtitled. No, English. yeah. So far, everything I've seen, no English overdub. No, in the English. So overdub. you're you're a dub over sub, then I take it. I with Ultraman, yeah, but I have, but with this, I have no problems um, being sub over dub. So I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that. I love Ultraman. That's the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I, I walked into a shop here in Orlando. I'm like, okay, Ultraman, but what's all this other stuff? They go, Ultraman. It's just the other. I'm like, when was there more? <laughs> so yeah. that's when I researched and like, I need to watch all this. And then Mill Creek Entertainment came out. I'm like, okay, I got plenty to watch. There you go. <laughs> so, um, got the hookup. Biggest surprise for Marvel for the holidays, in your opinion? Um, to be honest, I think my biggest surprise <laughs> is that there isn't more. I also expected there to be some kind of Chadwick Boseman in memoriam, like yeah. special edition merch, and that didn't happen. Um, so I have to imagine they have plans for 2021. Um, but I really, f- you know, I feel like. Fans are definitely looking for ways to honor him and, you know, like, um, you know, show off their fandom for the movie and, and the character so far. And uh, I just thought there would be how, something like how hard would it have been to, to grab the sculpt for Snoke's throne and turn it right. into and turn it into Panther's throne from the movie and put T'Challa yeah. in it? Put right. Chadwick and put Chadwick's Marvel Legends in it. That right. would not have, that would not have been that hard. That could have been a very quick turnaround for Marvel or for Hasbro. Now get some clay, throw it on there, create a new a, a quick new mold. Yeah, I really am so shocked that that didn't happen. Um, Boom! But, Forty bucks right there, and it was sold. Yeah. And you yeah, could, yeah. And they could have donated some of that to to his cancer charity. That's what I just was going to say, too, is like, of course, there could have been, you know, like a charity element to whatever comes out. And maybe maybe there's still plans and it's happening. It just isn't um, it isn't done in time. Um, I hope so, at least. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think one of the biggest uh, surprises was Lego art. Um, that was like a whole, you know, there's the Iron Man right. um, version of that. But I think that whole product line really took us by surprise and we didn't see anything like that coming from Lego. And I'm excited to see how it does. Um, I think it's great and super fun and like perfect for you know people who have really gotten into those like um adult versions of kid activities quote unquote right like adult coloring and puzzles and all these things um it's definitely like a therapeutic you know you don't have to sit there and read through instruction booklets and like find your pieces and stuff it's more like paint gem than anything else because you're just sticking a color on in each row kind of reminds me of like a latch kit situation or something, but like a Lego version of that. Um, I think the price point is a little high. I think it's higher than I would have anticipated. And they're all one by one studs, right? The the circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's from their dots line. Like it's the same. um, It's the same material, I think. Oh, maybe not. It kind of looks more like the little buttons. Yeah, the, um, the the one the, the one stud the one stud circles. Yeah, the one stud circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's um, a lot. <laughs> for it's there. a lot. It is. Yeah, I'm trying to like look right now to see if I can tell how many rows it is. But um, but yeah, 119 dollars is you know kind of just kind of more than I expected it to be. But um, just but, you know the end result is really cool. So it's kind of like artwork. Get get it's the kind of it is. Get the get the big large gray base plate. Go to go to your Lego store to the pick a brick wall and find the colors there of all and just get a whole canister of just 
Do a DIY version. Do a DIY and probably save half the money. Yeah. Actually, that would be like a cool thing to like see up on Etsy is like the um, just like the grid or like the plans to do your own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell you where to put each brick. But yeah, I think that I think that one was really surprising. I didn't see anything like that coming. Um, And then just one thing that I'm excited about is um, a lot of the offerings for women. Um, I know I think we touched on this earlier, but her universe has a great, um, a great slew of new items. And I know at least one of them is based on the winner from the fashion show in 2019, which we were so beyond lucky enough to partner with them on. Um, and so I was behind the scenes at the fashion show interviewing all the contestants and, um, it was such a, a, like a truly amazing and unique experience to see all the hard work that these people put into their designs and their looks and they're just true fans. And it was such an awesome community. And the two looks that one, one was, um, a dress based on Loki, which was really cool. And then the other was, um, a Jurassic park, inspired design. Um, and so, yeah, and you can buy on her universe now, like versions of those winning pieces, which I think is awesome, but they have a a couple cool new hoodies. Um, one is a Loki design and then one is Stark industries, which is super fun. Some cute dresses and stuff like that. My wife wants the, uh, Captain Marvel jacket, the jacket. I have the, um, the Thanos one, from last year and it is like when I wear that out it's the thing that I get the most compliments on every time like it's yeah. it's such a show it's purple and gold it's so fun um, I really really love that jacket oh it's still available you can still buy it oh. and Christy the designer is amazing if I do say so well my wife's real big on Captain Marvel it's her favorite the MCU yeah. films, and she has the uh, lounge fly backpack mini bag. Yeah. Um, and she saw the jacket. She goes, "Ooh, I like the jacket." No, it's only ex- extra small. It's available, <laughs> and she needs they, larger. Yeah, no, they bring them back. I think. Oh, you're talking about like the like the leather jacket, like yeah. the motorcycle jacket. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Almost. Yeah. They brought it back a couple times, so I I always just check their site every couple weeks and see. Um, because, yeah, even that Thanos jacket I know was gone for a while, and I see it on there now. So yeah. you never know. I'm hoping they bring back the uh, Ahsoka track jacket as well. Yeah. My daughter I wants know. it, especially since Ashley's been rocking it in the parks recently since – her Clone War sabers have dropped. Yeah, I saw the um, videos from the lightsaber meetup, and it looked so cool. I was, I was, I almost went to that meetup because I'm part of that group. I almost awesome. went. I almost uh, went. Now she's I, so amazing. I've like never met anyone like her. She's we, just so great. We had her a long time ago on Weeby Geeks. So um, try and get her on Wookie Radio, and hopefully it'll happen. Yeah, she's um, just so lovely. So we, we talked about biggest surprises. What do you think will be, uh, in your opinion, the best Marvel toy or the sought after Marvel toy for, for the holidays, be it Hanukkah or Christmas? Yeah, I mean, even though um, even though it doesn't technically ship until 2021, um, a lot of things don't, by the way. Like, I think a lot, especially in the collector community, especially when it comes to licensed product, um, we're seeing that kind of across the board. And I don't know if it's technically COVID delays or what happened. Um, but I think the Stormbreaker electronic axe is just so good. Um, and I think that's going to be a big seller. I know when it dropped at PulseCon, it was a big deal. Um, and they always are like those prop replicas, the really high end ones, the legend series ones are always amazing and hard to find. Um, I wonder if it's even still available. I haven't checked in a couple weeks, but I know it was um, available for pre-order on Entertainment Earth and Hasbro Pulse and Amazon and GameStop and all that good stuff. So I would grab that, you know, sooner rather than later, I think. Um, And then a a collection, not a toy, but a collection that we were all immediately blown away by was the new Marvel by Coach 
um, accessory collection, bags, backpacks, all types of fun stuff. And there's so many different characters and like, I, I don't know, like every single piece we were like, Oh my God, I want the backpack. No, wait, I want the fanny pack. No, wait, I want the crossbody bag. Oh my God, this is also amazing. Um, but they have a lot of stuff based on captain Marvel. Um, there's stuff with like lots of different logo characters and, and, and things like that. But the Spider-Man stuff is my absolute favorite. And I think that's going to go really quickly too. Okay. Now, what do you know of this leak of what Captain America's new costume may look like in Falcon and Winter Soldier? I do. I don't know. <sighs> I know. I know nothing. I, I heard about the director um, the, the director news that came out, which I am excited for. Um, but I haven't seen anything yet about the costume. Well, according to comicbook.com, uh, the toy is incomplete. It's, it's not painted all the way. And where it is, it's simply colored portions of the figure. However, given the red, white, and blue nature of the colors applied to the toy, it seems to point out that Falcon is donning a star-spangled getup before the series comes to an end. Mm, it's always the toys, isn't it? Like, yeah. they're always the spoiler-like culprits. I, I, I'm okay with that. Um, mm -hmm. The design of it, however, is consistent enough with the Falcon suit that um, we have already seen make it. So it's unclear how this could be the new color scheme or Captain America costume, uh, how it'll be used. Uh, it's on. Let me get the link for you guys. I'll put it in the chat. Make our list. Make our field agents jealous. Like I said, <laughs> it's on comicbook.com. I can't tell if this is a Disney toy box toy oh. or who this is from. Oh, my God. Do you know what this makes me so nostalgic for? Do you remember Disney Infinity figures? Yes. It kind of looks like that. Like this, not obviously not the articulation, but like I those figures had really distinct like boxy style looks yeah. to them and those like big cartoonish faces like this 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 figure actually almost looks like something out of the Incredibles yeah it almost looks like Frozen it really does look like Frozen well the um, um, well the Disney toy box in general almost has it's almost like they're the Disney Infinity on steroids mm. collectibles yeah yeah that makes sense oh, I do miss those though I love that game um mm. So yeah, I mean this is uh, this, this is kind of crazy. Hmm. This this almost has a look as if it's yeah. his suit from the comics, and that they're gonna kind of bring that look into the show. That's exciting. I can't wait. I really, really need everyone to stop pushing this stuff back and just put it yeah. out. Like yeah. it's you're not doing anybody any favors here. <laughs> just no. please give us the content. Um, what, if you were able to have your way, what would be the one Marvel product you would love to see or Marvel line see come out within the next uh, few months? Hmm. I definitely would like to see better Black Widow product. I was not overly impressed with anything that I saw. And again, like a lot of times with these movies, the first wave of product that you see is like the spoiler free, uh, generic, you know, stuff. And then you get the second wave after the film comes out with like all the stuff that you weren't allowed to know about, you know what I mean? Right. And so I really would love to see what else is going to come for black widow, because like truly everything that I saw was just like that black and red logo over every single thing. Right. Um, and basic figures with characters that you knew were in the film, but like, you know, there's a lot of speculation. I mean, this might even be confirmed, but like, are we going to see Tony Stark in the movie? You know, like is, I just, I don't know. I just feel like there, there could be a lot more, um, done with that film. And I feel like they're holding back until you get to see it. And like now we're at, I mean, new release date is literally a year from the original one. And, and I yeah. feel like it's still not going to come out because I mean, based on how things here are here in New York, like it's not, we're not going to have movie theaters open in March. It's still not going to happen. So what are we doing? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, like, 
like many others, uh, I am all for um, Disney should just go ahead and release it on Disney Plus. That's a movie I'll pay the thirty bucks for for the three four month pre yep. pre release exclusive rights to to watch it anytime. Yeah, um, because we should have seen Second Wave of Toys based around the DVD release, DVD Blu-ray release. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and it's I, it's not there. It's not, and like what bums me out a little bit too is like I'm super sympathetic to the fact that like there are so many moving parts and so many people to take care of and so many issues with it not going to theaters and like. You know, I'm, I'm, I fully get it, but at the same time, like this is not something that we're dealing with for a month or two months or three months. Like we are in this for the long haul. And at a certain point we all have to just like get on board with a new, albeit temporary way of doing things and just like continuing to push it and continuing to push it and making fans wait. And like, also I don't know. Does everyone have unlimited money in 2021 to go to the movie theaters three times a week? Cause there are so many films coming out. Cause like, I sure don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so strange. Like there's so much content that's supposed to be 2021 and it's almost worse. Like it's so overwhelming to think about. Well, you say this about 2020, it's 2020 that caused avatar Two to get pushed back and not James Cameron. So Cameron must be thankful for that. <laughs> yes, that's very true. I'm, I'm also sitting here like, will we ever see cyberpunk 2077 or like, I don't know. I feel like that's also a complete toss up <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. Now that keeps, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, are they just playing with this now? Yeah. I oh, know. yeah oh, no, I'm just playing. It's not going to come out yet. So Kylan, any final questions? Uh, or final thoughts? You know, I think is I got like a bunch of them, and they're all fighting to <laughs> which one's which one is going to be asked. So I'm just not going to ask anything. <laughs> no sign of unusual brain activity. <laughs> there she is. There's our girl. Where can people find you online, Marissa? Yeah, so I am online everywhere at that toy girl um, because, you know, toys is my day job. And then um, you can find all of my reviews and commentaries at thepopinsider.com. Awesome. And on that note, since we don't have anything else, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark. Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from the uh, Strategic Homeland the, Intervention right, Enforcement yeah. Logistics Division. Whew, God, you need a new name for that. Yeah, I hear that a lot. What will you do when your child asks? What were Saturday morning cartoons? What were Saturday morning cartoons? What's wrong with you? Or will you handle it the right way? Sit down, baby girl. Let me introduce you to my friend, Mark McRae. Join Dan Clink and I on the Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast as we take a unique behind-the-scenes look at the history and dynamics of animation with plenty of laughs along the way. The Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast is a proud member of the ESO Network. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.